Different world, I'm in a different lane. The other is thorough. And me, you're thinking lots of babies. He think a station wagon, I'm thinking black Mercedes. Order all white cayenne. Time to wake you up, let's go see the diamond man. I'm trying to put a ring on all ten fingers. You thinking ten babies, I'm thinking ten beamers. The front yard looking like a parking lot. Who would've knew it all started from a Pyrex? Like Michelle and Barack, we the new family. Hot chocolate, I know how to melt your candy. Some subjects are controversial and explicit language is used. Enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back 
two. The 2020 year grand opening and grand closing of Diamonds After Dark. I am your host, Untamed, and I am joined here with my co-host, my other diamond, Miss Timeless V. How you doing, girl? I am good. I'm excited, honestly, truly. I can't wait to dive into this. I know, right. So, how strange are we to do like an opening and closing show? <laughs> you know, you know, gotta get in where you can. It's okay. For 2020, like the last time the listeners, uh, you guys were in, it was the year end review, December 2019. And uh, so, I guess I, I'll, I'll start first with the little hiatus. So, um, yeah, our intent was to come back strong in 2020. And then, of course, oh, well, you know what? I shouldn't even have to explain this because 2020, everybody know, it was just. A year, it yeah, was crazy. yeah. <laughs> it That's was the best crazy. way to put it. <laughs> it was a crazy year. Now I, I will give myself this. My reasoning for going on hiatus in twenty twenty was more positive. You know, I had a lot on my plate, a lot of things going on. Your, your girl had her hands dipped here, there, and everywhere. You know, books, and film, and up and come on now. ghost ghost writer you know i was i was razzle dazzling in 2020 so. yes yes you better throw in come on now throw it in there throw it all in there i was razzle dazzling in 2020 and i think i would still be razzle dazzling in 2021 i pray to be but um i'm still gonna come back and get a people what they want uh because what happened was and, and you saw it too, V. Um, we started getting a lot of subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, liking the fan page. And I was like, what in the hell is going on with this? Because we're not promoting. We're not advertising. We're not doing shows. And apparently the old shows were selling themselves, honey. I logged into the podcast and was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Look at that. I said, wait a minute. They, they they in love with the good old diamonds. I said, okay, well, damn. All right, then. So, <laughs> we we got to get the people what they want. So, we came back and was like, how about we just do a year opener, year ender, and then move forward with 2021. So, that's what the hell we doing. <laughs> Ain't that it. Look, we just we just going to flow. We just going to flow with it. Right now, 2020 being a, been a heck of a year. So, it's had its ups and downs. Girl, and, and you know what? So you know, I, I hate to start off on bad notes, but I'd rather get the bad stuff out the way first, so that we can move on to the good stuff. Okay. So you know, like, what for twenty twenty? What were the bad parts of twenty twenty for you? Oh my god! <laughs> she, she said Just, that like I opened a therapist. Oh jeez. Look, do we have all night? Because this this might take a while. But you know what? Mm-hmm. To, be, to be fair, to be fair, um, honestly, I cannot say 2020 was just terrible for me. It was an eye opener, true enough. And I mean, the isolation for some people. For me, I've always been, you know, the very definition of a homebody. And I know a lot of people have said that, and they like, man, am I really? I, I really started questioning myself, like, am I really a homebody? Like, when they said 
don't go nowhere unless you need to. I need to go to the store every day for some reason. Like, I need to go to the store. I had nothing, and I was like, it took everything in my power not to go to the store because I hate grocery shopping anyway. But I will say for 2020, I think the the biggest impact for me, um, and I know a lot of people experience, you know, death in different ways. I think the biggest um impact for me for 2020 was of course not being able to attend the funeral of a loved one um that really kind of just blew my mind um about how impactful it is to be able to just to be able to say goodbye um it's one thing for it not to be by choice but to for this COVID to hit and all of these restrictions regarding traveling and things like that Um, It was really hard, like it was really an eye opener that, wow, as much as I know a lot of people are complaining about jobs, um, complaining about, you know, mask and all of that stuff, um, all of that wouldn't have meant anything for me. My job never slowed down. um, And I get a lot of people like, well, you should be happy about that. Well, it just depends on how you look at it. Um, Some people took this as a mental break. Um, they had that opportunity. I would have loved to have um, uh, what's the what's the best way to phrase it? A not so much forced mental break because sometimes we have to force ourselves mm-hmm. to take a mental break. Um, so I had to force myself to take that mental break where I didn't have the luxury of it, but that's okay. Um, with 2020, I think one of the hardest things to really watch was let's be honest, the hardest thing to watch was the damn election. that was the hardest thing to watch and when I tell you that no matter how real we know some situations are it's not as impactful until it starts impacting you know us directly one of the things that I knew all people always talked about you know voter registration and you know trying to um, control that and the polls and things of that nature and then it was one of those things like wow they're really limited down to like two places you can go and vote and it was like what happened to all of like five six you know turning the high school into voting places and things of that nature and then you see on the news where all these places are closed or worse yet people get turned away because you know all of a sudden they're not registered to vote and it's just like since when um and of course i live in kentucky so Mm. brianna taylor was really was really a really big impact um especially for us and those that lived here i know that it impacted everybody over the united states i know it did um but to live here and to be scared to travel to cities that we considered normal um louisville was just two hours away for us um so to be scared to travel there and then to be calling my friends where are you going why are you going to louisville are you going to be in and out Um, That was the reality of it. So I I really want to say there was a lot of impactful things. I know a lot of people may look at it as, you know, small things. But man, when you put them all together, huge, completely huge. Yeah. And and, and that definitely is still a mental stressor. You know, I'm going to insert my bit of of comic relief in here. Um, You are from Kentucky and we've had this argument before. I know you're not going to talk about the way I pronounce Louisville. <laughs> I know. I know there are other people out there. Y'all listen to me now. Listen to me. If you can hear me. 
How do you pronounce Louisville? Go ahead. Say it Louisville. No, ma'am. No, that is in Texas. That I is don't in Texas. care what's in Texas. Look, it's the Albany, New York, and the Albany, Georgia. They both pronounce Albany. I don't care. Louisville. Look, look, okay, take off Bill and say it. Louis. Yeah, you lie. Everybody oh, you mean like Louis? That's because Louis. Louis. Louis, yes. No, Louis. it's Louisville. Like, don't, that's too much. You know what? We're not going to do this. That's a struggle to pronounce all them letters. It's Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> it's Louisville. It's like a silent. I don't know why they're there, but it's Louisville. It's, so y'all just going to make letters silent. It's not silent. <laughs> and you just going to throw a W where there's no W. So, I mean, <laughs> it's whatever. Every band I know, his name <laughs> is Louis. L O U I S is Lewis. L E W I S is Lewis. You're right. Both of them, Lewis. You absolutely correct. Look, we agree. <laughs> but right. if most people that have L O U I S, they, they go by Louis. I promise you that's their nickname. That's their nickname. What, what's their name? <laughs> <laughs> it's still, it's, it's still Louisville. <laughs> We're just not going to do this. Look, everybody, everybody got that one place in they, in they state that out of talents just can't pronounce. And that's Look, okay. And you know what? It ain't even that I can't say it. It's just that I don't want to because it's not phonetically <laughs> I can't. I just want to. Okay, at least you're honest, but that's just not how it's pronounced. And Anybody like, come I, up to me talking about where is Louisville? I'm going to tell you, Texas. You know what? See, that's just wrong. You know not very well when it's... <laughs> Texas, <laughs> you are about 12 hours away. Good luck. You know very well what they're talking about. <laughs> well, I, I, you know what? And it's so funny because in the area that I'm in now, we have like all of this... I don't know what the heck you call it. When you have a bunch of, uh, a met, uh, uh, what is a metropolitan area. Okay. So you have all of these smaller cities. I thought you were going to say meth hit or something. I didn't know where this was going. Like, <laughs> so okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, she got, got me living in a straight hood. You was over there with the meth head? No, 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 the struggle no. was too real with that. Okay, go ahead. No. It really was. <laughs> really was oh lord see this that brown look to talk uh so it's the area here i got totally off track what i was saying but anyway i'm gonna say this and move on but it's when i moved here years and years and years ago people always call this one city uh martinette right and i was like looking at this word i said it ain't no Damn, Martinez is Martinez. Like, oh, I always pronounce that Martinez too. It, that's the way it's supposed to be pronounced. <laughs> that's a, that's a, you know, Hispanic name, and it, that's how they say it. Is Mart Martinez, and they would call it Martinez. Hmm. And I was like, well, you know, what the hell is a Martinez? Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, my mind was totally gone. Like, what is a Martinez? I'm looking at the city. I'm like, sorry, Martinez, but I'm like, this is saying Martinez. This must be another city or what? <laughs> so then when I know that is Mart, it's Martinez, and I was like, that's Martinez. People argue me down like, you're not from here. You don't know. You can see right there, you're but, not from there. That's what that guess, is. Keyword. Guess what happened though. 
I I came victorious because they did a new special <laughs> on how this city <laughs> was founded. And the newscaster first thing he said was, "If you've ever been in a, a battle about the, how the pronunciation of the city is, it's, we have been pronouncing it wrong." People have said Martinez, but the man who founded it, his name is whatever it was, first name, Martinez. I was girl, I, You I just felt too victory. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I got that link and I was sending it to everybody. Yeah, see, see, we don't need we don't need them negative vibes in 2021. So it's Louisville. Louisville. So it's Louisville. No, it's <laughs> See negative vibes. We're gonna leave those I, okay, in twenty twenty. Call it Elville or something. What's the nickname for Louisville? I have no clue, but it's Louisville. Elville. <laughs> Elville. I'm gonna call it Elville. Deville. I don't care what y'all. Now I will say though, when you're from Louisville, they do call it Deville. I haven't caught on to that right there mm-hmm. as to why it's called Deville, because. Okay, but it's called Deville for folks that you know they do. It's like my hometown. They call it you know where you where you from the town. Everybody know where that's from, but that's only if you live in. Hold on now, shady, shady. <laughs> shady. I felt it. I felt I felt the leaves blowing. But <laughs> the point being though is when you're from a certain area. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's self-explanatory. You, you know, you just saying that you're not from there. Okay, cool. It's cool. I'm just going to pretend like I'm from there and call it the Ville because what I'm not going to do. <laughs> it's pronounced it wrong. Okay, got it's it. Wrong. Got it. Got it. Look, I'm sitting here like, I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're going to end up in Texas messing with me. Look, <laughs> and this is why I have collectively decided <laughs> that I'm just going to call it the veal if I'm ever in Kentucky. Or use GPS because we is or not going to tell you how to get there except for by lights, corners, and, and stores. That part. <laughs> and I will not use your GPS. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, look. That, okay, that we, we'll move on. Tree. We'll move on to the next topic. But let me tell y'all, we got so lost when we and Untamed first met. Um, we got lost using GPS, specifically my GPS, <laughs> because apparently my GPS has since. Unfortunately, in the part of Georgia where we were at. It didn't clarify, you know, one-way streets and things of that nature. So, <laughs> so apparently, my my GPS just wasn't used to that type of weather. That's what it, that's what it was. Okay, all right. Your, your, your GPS on was on that one point old garment. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, it's across the street. Um, I'll right across the street. We went <laughs> over the bush, around the mulberry bush, back up the street. <laughs> anyway, so going back, you know what? And I brought up Kentucky for a reason because I am so mad as hell with the constituents there who voted. I, I, I think we need to recount. I don't believe Mitch McConnell won. You know what? I'm going to say it like this. And I have had so many of my relatives shout out to one particular relative. Like, I'm not going to say her name because, boy, when I tell you, she stays in Facebook jail. 
uh, <laughs> baby girl. But if you speak about Mitch McConnell or Daniel, mm, I was gonna mm. call him by his. I was gonna call him something else, but Daniel Cameron, <sighs> that idiot. Let um, me, you let me hold my tongue. You I, will I get censored. Like, let me tell you, they are really censoring and cracking down on things. If you tag them, and that might be where people are going wrong for tagging them, but it's cool. Um, But I will say that the people in Kentucky that don't agree with it, they're very vocal. Um, Do I think that Mitch won? Honestly, I'm going to be 100% with y'all. Yes. And the reason why I think he won, because it speaks to the mindset of a lot of the majority of Kentucky that those you know um i hate to say it like that but you know those hick towns those you know i know a lot of people like you know black people don't get out and vote whatever yes they do the problem or what people fail to realize is the negativity actually does outweigh and when those hillbillies and those that you know hate does spread easy so when they are like they know how to show up to them damn polls. They definitely know how to outnumber things. And I really think that a lot of, cause I'm sorry, politics is just a game. I, I'm not going to say, yeah, I vote every year, but I'm not going to act like I'm not one of those that there's that slight hinting of, does my vote really count? And to me, this election really reflects that that broad spectrum of damn does it really count i know a lot of people sitting there like well we got Biden, we got did we did we though or was this and again that's that conspiracy and the whole you know that whole little nuance of is these the people they really want in place and does it just seem like we win you know because yeah. you can't make me believe that trump is that damn dumb all right, you can't make. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I, trust I'm me. not saying that he's not. <laughs> Definitely not saying that he's not. Every time he opens his mouth, he proves. Oh yeah, no, no, fuck oh, yeah, I, stupid yeah. mother. Shit, yeah, he's stupid. But I do think that the reason why Mitch McConnell, McConnell, shit, is still sure. in office and Shadow in that seat because you have idiots like Cameron that. <sighs> that are just lap dogs. I don't even know how else to really put that. That, is the, that is the perfect way to put it. And Stupid. I call him the shadow man. I showed sure it. Um, <laughs> I call him the shadow man. I that boy's best friend is Satan. Um, Where to go? So, I mean, you know, and I, I, I can say I get what you're saying because um, Georgia is a southern state. I was going to ask you about that. Like, yeah. how did you feel when it came down to the wire with Georgia? I, you know, I was glad because here's and here's the difference, and I and I say that from an experience um, of being a, in a southern state. The reason why I the, it, there's a major in Georgia, there's a major influx of black folks mm-hmm. that have come here that Kentucky has not seen. You know, mm-hmm. I'm originally you know born and bred a Georgian, but I know from my own experience living in a larger city that the amount of blacks that was here even just five years ago is probably triple. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because everybody moved so, from Kentucky to Georgia. 
Swear. Georgia, um, the whole, this whole upper area between um, Athens and all the way down through Augusta, even to Savannah, we're going to have to expand and take over some of South Carolina to fit in all the black people that's moving here. I promise you that. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it is huge. And I say that in saying because I understand what you mean when you say it was a lot of hick towns. Because if you take all of the hick towns in Georgia, and let me just say this, there are way more hick towns than there are cities. Mm-hmm. Your major cities in Georgia are Macon, majority black, Savannah, majority black, mm-hmm. Atlanta, majority black, Augusta, mm, probably about 80%, you know, it ain't majority, but it, it's it's more closer to um, it's not half and half. We're, we're probably right. making about seventy, maybe seventy five percent. Okay, so the cities in which Biden won, Macon, Savannah, Augusta, you know, uh, Atlanta, and all of the surrounding black counties, you see it because you know that's where the influx of black people are. You see what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the the different in everywhere else was Trump won. But the difference is the amount of people in these areas outnumbers the amount of people in our hick towns because you have three times the amount, like Atlanta on its own population probably makes up the population for at least 20 counties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's probably double that 20 counties. So when you get that offset, you see how he's able to win in Georgia because the numbers in the major cities just far outweigh the numbers in all of the hick towns. Kentucky doesn't have that benefit, you know, Yeah. You, that we had. And so... Then on top of that, you had Stacey Abrams and the Fair Act, um, Fair Vote at uh, if I can get it out, Fair Vote at Cruz, who got out and basically pounded the pavement. And ever since she lost the election to Brian Kemp, they registered eight hundred thousand black people. Okay. <laughs> And um, to vote, and they were very key and instrumental in getting people their rights to vote back. And on top of that, all of these kids that suffered during, um, you know, Parkland shootings and and all of this other stuff, they are a voting age now. And if they, when they didn't like what was going on and how Trump handled this stuff, these children are a voting age. And let me tell you something. I've never, in all of my years of voting, gone to the polling place and seen so many 18 to early 20-year-olds mm. standing in those lines like, we gonna be here. <laughs> we want to make this change. You know, they, what some, you know, whether they voted Republican or Democratic, it didn't matter. It was just the point that Regardless, I've never seen that mean. Yeah. In in everness. So like in the history of everness, I've never seen that mean. And I and- want a lot of people to to really take what you just said in. It's that new generation that was taking it serious. Mm-hmm. Because the generation before that, and heck, I'll even go really my generation when it came down to that voting age, we didn't take that serious. We didn't see what people were talking about as far as, you know what I'm saying, you're the voice of tomorrow. It really was not 
a impactful statement. And I want to say the reason why it's not because wasn't nobody talking about it. But I think the main reason why wasn't nobody really taking it that serious because we were not impacted. That part. I think if I can say anything, the state of how things have been handled by the Trump administration really ignited this younger generation mm-hmm. because with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, the especially COVID, and these young high schoolers losing their graduations, losing their proms, mm-hmm. losing their college experience, they were pissed off because in their mind, this could have been avoided. I could have had a regular graduation. I yeah. could have had a prom. I can't go to college now because I'm forced to go online. You know, I can't have my college experience and they were pissed off. And one thing you don't want to do is piss off these new generations because they're not like us. You know, we used to get pissed off and we were like, okay, well, we just gonna fuss about it. They about mm-hmm. that action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. About that action, you know, and, and they undermine that a lot of times because they think, oh, they're in their own world, but they have grown up in a world where they are constantly fighting or battling, you know, all of these different controversies. And the flip side of these social media, you know, bangers and and Twitter gangsters, Twitter finger gangsters, and all of that stuff is that. You know, they grew up uh, with all of this, you know, controversy, battling back and forth. So when you say, when they say, oh, you're not going to pull up, they're like, oh, I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up to these poles. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And they knew that that was their get back. And, and they exercised that right tremendously. I will say that. And, uh, but I'm not going to stay on the political side too long. For me, the loss of, you know, so many people due to COVID, the loss of just regular, combined with just regular losses that happen day in and day out, the tragedies, the tragedies that we lost, um, through George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and, uh, Tatiana Jefferson, just all of these different ones just combined, um, it was really hard to deal with that in 2020. I've lost some family members to COVID. Um, even in the literary, you know, we were both in the literary realm. We lost, uh, we got hit hard in the literary community this year in 2020 with losses. And, you know, one I know for sure was due to COVID. So it, it, it was a trying time, but we will forge through you know, together. But I am going to take a quick break right here because we got to get these bills paid. And once we pay the bills and come back, we're going to talk about the good parts of 2020. We're going to move it along. Hey. And I'll be Shadow Man and his lap dog and all of that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do want people to comment, and, you know, right on Twitter and hashtag it DAD. And just comment, were you just happy for the election to be over with? Or did you really have a goal with the election? So get on Twitter, hashtag DAD, and we'll check that out. We sure will. And we will be right back in just a moment. Hey, Untamables, it's Kiana Danae, poet and author. Just wanted to stop by and ask, have any of you read any of my poetry lately? 
If not, you can pick up my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere else you get your books, and of course my website at kianadenae.wordpress.com. Now back to the show. Hello, 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 you guys. We are back. If you are just joining us, just tuning in, um, this is our grand opening, grand closing 2020 show. Don't call it a comeback. Call it a leaving. Right. (laughs) Don't call it a comeback. We was here last year. We look. We said we was coming back in 2020. We didn't say when we was coming back in 2020. There you go. We so we kept it. our promise. We kept, kept it. our promise, and we made it. And we're gonna be back strong in 2021. We promise you that. But uh, we were just talking about, you know, the the bad parts about 2020. Um, and I will say what I learned. Now I'm gonna say what I learned from 2020. Good parts for me is okay. that. I say I'm a homebody and I was true to my word. <laughs> Quarantine was like the best thing for my introverted stuff. It was the best thing in the world. I was like, oh Lord, I ain't got to go nowhere. I can, I got an excuse to say I ain't got to go to the store. I can be home and just chill out. Uh, you know, I will say I did get a little stir crazy a little bit. And that, but that came like you know some people like immediately start crazy mine mm-hmm. came in like a few months like okay you know what I am kind of tired of looking at four walls if I just go out and get some fresh air sunshine I'll be okay um, huh. so you know take a little ride in the car do something like that I'll be alright and you know and that was good but uh, mine actually came I, I will say now I did get a little <laughs> hectic when the, the schools closed down and I had all of my family because I'm home anyway because I'm a full-time author and but I was used to being in the house by myself so mm. the times when husband was here 24-7 kids was here 24-7 son in school and he home 24-7 I was like um when y'all leaving <laughs> <laughs> not when y'all leaving especially when you cried when they left <laughs> right I was like um when y'all leaving um you know, it was one of those things where you love it when they're there, but then you get used to when they're gone. So now it's like they not leaving. You like, where you leaving? Like, so you gonna be here like all day, like with me. Like, <laughs> so you just here. So you just here. <laughs> so it's like it's one of those. And I say for me, um, the one thing for me, the reason why it was kind of impactful for me because of my creative soul. I get a lot done when nobody's around. Of course, everybody can get a lot done when nobody's around. But when you're a mom, you know, in Hawaii, you get kind of, you get pulled into Mm -hmm. whatever your kids got going on, whatever your husband got going on. And I am the nucleus of my family. My husband is a great person, provider. He steps in. But I'm the nucleus. So anytime something is wrong, bothering somebody, they got a question, they need something, it's me. Ain't no boundaries. They don't care that I'm writing. They don't care that I'm podcasting. They don't care. I have to be like, look, okay, at this time, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So so they can know not to bother me. Otherwise, uh, it is mom, mom, babe, babe. So 
I promise you, I, that that was probably my biggest hurdle uh, with this whole pandemic. But I mean, you know, I love the fact that at least at home, when they are here, I'm not as worried about them, you know, uh, concerning the pandemic. And especially with my college kids, I'm not worried about their safety because I have a little black boy and a little black girl. You know, mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. I'm more worried about them making it back to the dorm room safely without incident than I am whether or not they passing the classes. And that's a that's a black mother's first concern and it, all the time. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that supersedes everything else. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, yeah, that doesn't go with the way with the seasons. It sure does. It supersedes everything else. But moving on to the good parts of twenty twenty. My good part of 2020 Come on. is that I was still working and thriving. <laughs> Come on. Come on, movie. I mean, Come on, books. Just dropping them. Boy, you put somebody to shame for real. Man, look, let me tell you, we dropped three books. The fourth one didn't get out there, but it was, it got superseded because we were making a whole movie. Uh, and I think that works. Yeah, that works. You know, we, we traded it out. You know, movie came first. Book come, will come. But I dropped three books. Matter of fact, one just dropped yesterday. Hey. <laughs> and um, I finished the ghostwriting project that is in full effect right now. Um, with everything that's going on with that, I can't talk about it. But I can at least say that I did do a ghostwriting project. Um and what else? I man, I got my uh, certification from Cornell University. Like oh. I was in school myself, doing all of this stuff. And then I have my business and actively working with my clients, my agents' clients, my agents, and myself. So I had a lot going on. Podcasting um, was huge for me. With another like, wait a minute, podcasting? You 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 podcast on no dime after dark. <laughs> I, just one of those like, hold on, chill out. I was I'm podcasting on the Get Caught Up podcast, which is my business's official podcast for author interviews, writer Wednesdays, and the socially conscious corner. So I was getting it in. Come so on, that, plugs. I, there you go. Hey, you better drop them little red plugs on the belt. Come on, come so, on, plugs. Girl, I, I was I will say I'm happy about it because so many people suffered. I know. Um, so it's definitely not a brag, but it is to say, it's not a brag, it's a blessing. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you have to stay under the blood because I, I could easily be not getting paid for all of this <laughs> Yeah, any, any moment of second. So I don't take it lightly and I don't say it's a brag, but I do say it to say that with any everything that went on in 2020, that was my blessing. And I know that for some people, it doesn't seem like that, but you have to know that there's something that you were blessed for. If it ain't nothing but to live this, to, to see this day, you know, because these people that was here today gone tomorrow, fooling around with COVID. Telling so, you, you know, just being able to survive and live to see the next day with as dangerous and unknowing as COVID was is a blessing in and of itself. So, for you, what were your best parts of 2020? Oh, my God. Doing absolutely nothing I was supposed to. So, look. For <laughs> <laughs> real, let me tell y'all. I I don't know. Maybe I need to go get tested for adult ADHD. But what I have learned about myself 
is once I start something, I want to finish that. But then even in the midst of it, like I'm done, um, like I'm over it. I want to do something else now. Um, I did learn how to paint. I did fluid painting. I did a bunch of paintings. Um, I worked on, I worked more on spoken word this year. I did a lot of recordings primarily for myself. Nothing that I've just put out there. I did a lot of writing free flow. So what I've learned, I think 2020 was really a learning year for me. Um, I had to learn what stressors felt like and what a stressor looked like for me. Uh, and I know that a lot of people are like, well, I know what a bad day looks like for me. You know, it's not when I, I it's when I don't feel well. Honestly, I didn't know what a bad day meant for me. That was the crazy part about it. So I had to learn what that was, what that really felt like, um, what it was like to really sit in it and and kind of work through it, um, and how creativity genuinely. And it sounds so cliche, but creativity really saved my life. Um, yeah. Untamed has, you know, me and her have talked about it before that I got to the point where I didn't want to write my novels because they felt like a job. And I'm not very good at being restricted or even confined to something. Um, if I feel like I'm forced or have to do something, I promise you, I will paint an entire room for absolutely no reason when I was supposed to be sitting down writing all of a sentence. So, but I always say it doesn't matter if I give you 50%, I'm gonna give you 100% of that 50%, promise you. Um, <laughs> Hundred percent. That, that, that is the that is the best worst cliche I've ever heard about. I'm telling you, like I promise, I have learned that I don't care if all I'm I'm running on five percent. I'm gonna give you a hundred percent of that five percent. Okay, like if you tell me to paint a room and all I paint is a corner, I painted the hell out of that corner. Let me tell you. So that is me. I I really learned myself this year. I didn't have a lot of time to sit still because unfortunately my job still required me to um go out and for those that don't know i work for the state i'm gonna just say it like that um but it still required me to go out still required me to be worried about other families more than i was worried about my own not to say that honestly i got to the point where it's just like i don't you know what let me not say that so (laughs) um I got to the point where I didn't have the luxury and I'm not going to lie. I, I will be completely transparent. I was completely in envy of those that I don't know why hindsight, I have no clue why I was, but I was in envy of those that had the luxury of sitting still, you know, and being unemployed. I know that sounds crazy, but it was just like, well, damn. And it's nothing to do with the money because I'm not going to get into that debate about the whole 600 I, I don't give a damn. I don't care. I'm not paying your bills. Shit, if you don't get it, I'm not paying your bills. But point being but, though. But but Mitch Shadowman going to run me my 2000. I'm going to see him a cash app. Baby. Been refreshing phone. the hell out of that app. Like, come on. What is going on? Oh, is it my letter? It's because my last name. You know what? I'll wait. Don't, wait. don't worry. I'll wait. Y'all got my Monday though. Yeah, I'm on Monday. 
I'm sitting, I'm sitting here for cash out, a PayPal invoice, a Zen request, a scorecard invoice, girl. I will send it by mail if you need me to. Like, what do you need from me? I, t- I drag him up in the check in the cash. I don't know. He, he I don't even. even pay long. <laughs> I will set up MySpace all over again to see if they have added. I don't even know how that works anymore. But if this got a pay app on that, I'll set that up too. Whatever you need. But I just, I did. I was like, man, I just want to sit home and and be like everybody else. But then I realized I am so not like everybody else <laughs> because that wouldn't have worked out for me. You know, I can tell you right now, that was probably just one of those times you were having a bad day. I'm telling you. I'm and telling you. You just needed a day, and then you was wishing for like a whole time period, and you I, the last that passed maybe a day. Wouldn't maybe have. Two. Like <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, completely transparent. Like every year, I take off a week, um, at least for my birthday. I'll take off a whole week, and that week, honestly and truly, after three days, I'm like, shit. I need to go back to work. But it's, there's nothing missing. I just, in my mind, it's just like, I got to keep moving. I got to be productive. If I've, I I sleep till one, two o'clock to, in the afternoon, I ain't done nothing. I like, I feel horrible. But I had to, I learned so much about me. And then I learned what it was like. And this might be old news to some people. And they're just like, girl, where the fuck you been? Look, in a corner under a rock, thrown in the ocean. So... I, I just really did. That was my 2020. It was not bad, honestly and truly. I learned how to, and it's so crazy because you're just like, I need quietness. I need an empty house. With me, I need noise. I need noise in the background. I need something playing that, or my. I need to be able to hear my kids. Now, granted, if I hear them argue, what are y'all doing? Nothing. That's always the response. So it's just like, okay. But I need to be able to hear them. I need to be able to hear something in the background that says, you know, all of this other stuff is going, it's almost like a challenge for me. I don't know. I'm weird. And that's okay. (laughs) It's okay. But I I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I'm like, 2020 wasn't just this overt, you know, I just had all of this stuff going on. But I'm telling you, it, it made me so humble. And I learned how, you know, the whole... I, I learned to read a whole lot more now. Um, and I'm not talking about just novels, but just expanding my thought process. I learned more about, I got into reading dark psychology now where it talks about body language and things of that nature. I got into trying to learn stock market. Mm, I'm just going to get an agent because <laughs> I'm going to lose money. I'm just going to lose money. That's all that's going to happen. Why? Because my teacher span says, Okay, this number is not moving. Mm, bump it. But oh, then yeah, you, you're definitely, you definitely promise <laughs> you. Then, a, then a week later, be like, if you had invested in Tesla, you're up two point five. And it's just like, what the fuck? I could have done that. <laughs> Look, and I'll tell you, I think, and I'm with you, and I think 2020 was a great year for creators for that reason. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're the type of creator that has to move or you're the type of creative like me who could sit still and do things like for you you found found other ways to expel your energy 
in a creative form, you know, mm-hmm. studying the stock market, learning the pain, you know, all of these different things. Whereas me, you know, I was banging out books and, and books and books and books and editing and editing and editing like I was crazy. And even in doing that, in my downtime, I still was able to go into, and, and it's funny because we kind of did the same thing. So, because I was still able to go into certain things. My downtime time from writing and all of that stuff became painting mm. to, as a mental release. It became, oh, let me study going into the stock market or let me, um, yeah, I'm going to go decide I'm going to go back to college and get a certification right quick. You know what I'm saying? And I'm curious how many people decided to try something new that didn't involve being outside. I'm very curious right. about that. Like, what did you try new and I'm not gonna lie, when everything quote unquote shut down, which sh- things didn't shut down in Kentucky the way they did in Georgia. Let me tell you, because they took forever to just shut down a bar. But I am curious as to what people decided to, even if you didn't feel like, oh, I'm not good at anything like that. I am curious as to what people chose to, well, I'm just gonna learn this new, because once the it, everything started open back up. I'm not gonna lie to you. My mind went crazy. Like, damn, I could have done this, this, this. I could have done all of this stuff during the time that things weren't really moving like that. Right. And I'm gonna give y'all the game for free. Um, I heard somebody say that if 2020 didn't teach you how to hustle, then hustle ain't in you. And mm. I can't even argue with that because mm, that's a good one. It's been so many people who out of sheer desperation have said, I got to get it. I'm just going for it. And I feel like you should. Now is the time for you to just go for whatever it is that you feel like you need to do. Even if it's not a steady amount of income, if it's just, you know, supplemental income or just to have a little cash in your pocket, you got to go for it. Because even before the pandemic, you needed at least six to seven strings of income yeah. coming in. So now you need about 10. So if you don't even have the, the two or three that you had before, you got to make it up in some kind of way. And right now it is a boom on entrepreneurship, you know, and part of that is creativity. And um, for us as writers, one thing that is really booming right now, movie theaters have pretty much their, their social distancing, they shut down. They're not releasing films, major motion picture at the theaters like they used to. So they can't make the type of money they used to make. Well, what they are doing is relying on streaming services. And streaming services are booming. Netflix is booming. Tubi is booming. Um, If you go, if you have a Roku, Roku, I say whatever. You know what? We're not going to do this. Okay, you. (laughs) Roku. Stick. You will see all of these channels on there. It's the stick for me. It's the stick. Just get the stick. (laughs) Get the stick. One of them sticks. I don't care if it's five sticks, the other stick, whatever. Get one of the sticks. You see all them channels on there, right? Okay. You ain't never lying. And y'all, I'm I'm going to do a little shameless plug. It ain't for me, but, you know, I know that Miss Omega Keys, she released the documentary on Venmo. And there you go. It was my first time logging in, but I was like, I'm finna start using this. Yes. This yes. is and everything. 
it's the time. If you want to do it, if you now, if you are, you know, into writing or film and you want to do a documentary, you want to do a short web series, you want to do a short film, you want to do a feature film, these companies, stars, HBO, um, regular streaming services like Netflix, like Tubi, like Maverick movies, like um, IMDb, Lifetime, Hallmark, they are searching for content creators. Like, seriously. Because they have to make their money. Um, because they're not making it in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And now it's the time. You have so many breakout authors who are getting deals, film deals, um, left and right. UMC, you know, all of these different places that are, you know, if you're a Christian author, you write to do Christian films, up faith and family is a streaming service that's looking for content you know what i mean just go out there and search for it and you know don't be afraid to take the plunge to write up uh you know write up a screenplay and pitch it you know you you just never know where it will go from there um because the market is fresh for that kind of stuff and they are even the the people in the industry they are hosting now more, you know, like conference calls and Zoom calls that you can get in on for free. Um, so they can tell you what to do because they're just buying for it just that much. I I will tell you, I can attest. I sat in, what, two weeks ago on a Zoom call, absolutely free, mm. with David E. Mm. Um and um, Dion Wright. Now, these men are the men who made movies, plays, you know, Meet the Blacks, uh, the... Not Why Did I Get Married. Um, Think Like a Man 1 and 2. You know what I'm saying? They were behind those movies, and they were offering their services, like, not for free, but their knowledge for free. But they were giving you... Like, okay, if you want to learn more about being a cameraman or different aspects of film, here's this website that you can find. It's my comp within my company. They were giving it out for free. And you just have to be like on the lookout, on the, on the, you know, just you don't have to scrounge around. Um, but it's out there. Just, you know, follow some of your favorite, you know, directors, producers. Filming streaming companies. I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm I'm gonna let you finish. I just want to break off another. Boy, you, girl, you is dropping up. Let me hold on now. (laughs) Like I can't move right now because I'm I'm gonna step on some gems. Okay, okay. Well, (laughs) let me finish taking my notes. I know, right? And the last thing I'll say um, in regards to that is that this this new app, where it is new. But it's been out for um, some months now. It's called Clubhouse. Mm, mm-hmm, um, now, I will say this. If you do not have an iPhone, you cannot get the app at this time. But if you have an iPhone, the shade. you get Clubhouse. The shade. I would try to, I would try to be The shade. I'm just saying it. that well, the iPhone uses the shade of it all. Oh, y'all see how they playing us though? And I am Team Galaxy all day long. She all sure day. Is. That's why I was like, I was trying to ease into it. But mm. I did throw a little, you know, I threw a little shade branch. You know, I shouldn't. I do not bit. like iPhones. Um, hate iPhones. Mm-mm. 
Well, anyway, oh, I thought you <laughs> <laughs> She said, well, anyway, you won't be on there. So, next. <laughs> okay, you right. You right. You are. <laughs> but I do I will say this because of that I, I do feel you know I feel bad for people who do have Android because Clubhouse is such an amazing app and I know people are like okay it's a social media app so how does that world, work so Snapchat. for somebody that's on there you're on Clubhouse is that something that you have mm-hmm. to pay for is that something you have to because from what I've seen online you have to get invited to you do like okay this is how it works Clubhouse is an app that's perfectly downloadable um like in the place for you guys it's the play store for us it's just called Stay shady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it gets to android it will be and I still so okay so those that can we ain't got to be specific on certain things so those that can download the app go ahead those who can't download, who can't download the app. <laughs> I caught that. I don't know if they caught that, but I caught that. Okay. All right. Look, okay, I think that was my last shade of All right. Um, <laughs> you're right. But um, if you can, um, you download the app. It's called Clubhouse. Now, what happens is it'll let you set up a profile and they'll tell you, we'll message you when you can get in. What happens at that point is you secure the username, but you can't get inside until somebody that's in there mm. invites you. Now, here's the thing. You only get one invite once you're in. Now, there's other ways to get it, but that's another story for another day. But once you first get in, you only get one invite. So you have to be very careful about who you invite because that's the only one you get until you can start collecting. Um, and... The reason why I'm hyping it up because it's so it's not Facebook, it's not Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat or any other app. It is literally an app where it's audio, just like this podcast. And you create these people create rooms. You can even create a room once you're in there. And what it is supposed to do is specifically for you to learn, for you to network, or for you to share your knowledge. Or for you to come up with creative ways to gain, you know, people for your business. Okay. So when you go in there, they'll someone to throw you like if you whoever invites you should throw you a welcome party. And basically, they they have people on the panel, moderators, and they just come in, and welcome you, tell you how the clubhouse goes. And there are clubhouse rules. Like they don't want you in there dry selling. They don't want you in there, um, you know, starting up drama. It's supposed to be, it's, they keep it very positive because if you get reported, you'll get kicked out and the person who invites you will oh. get kicked out. That's oh. why it's very important oh. <laughs> to know. But the reason why it is so vastly and widely growing in popularity is because the people that are in there is not, you know, it's not just like just me and maybe, you know, my friends or whatever. These are people who are you have people who lead Fortune 500 companies. You have celebrities in there. And if they host a a room, you can go in that room and sit at the table and listen to what they have to say. You can raise your hand. They'll bring you up to speak, to ask questions. Mm. This is, And it's free. Everything is completely free. And they can come into your rooms, and they have. 
you know what I'm saying? Like Ava DuVernay popped in these little five tech guys were having a meeting and she popped up in their meeting because she was wanting to know, you know, learn more knowledge about Cameron. And she was talking to them and they were talking to her and and they float through these rooms. And you could be on a panel, like if the moderator is someone you know and they know that you have knowledge and they know other people, you could end up being on a panel with somebody completely famous, you know, talking about your experience or your knowledge, giving your knowledge, asking them questions. And it, when I tell you that it is a wealth of knowledge and these rooms are created, all day long schedule all day all day and depending on who you follow you get more calendar alerts about what's going on and people freely follow each other so like right now i'll give you an example i'm getting followed by authors who were you know in my genre but i'm in new authors authors like me but i'm also getting followed by legends like like come on now (laughs) you know like uh, the people who you go in the bookstore we used to go in the bookstores and we used to see them on the shelves they're in there and that came from me getting in talking and just networking with them and it was not it was only as simple as they had a they had a room where they were talking about the legends of urban hit of urban fiction and I came in and I was brought in by Diane of Diamonds of the Red World. And I just kind of told her a little brief about my story and I asked a question. And I followed them and they followed me right mm. And that's how it works. And you just keep you keep going. Like, you know, Zane was I might have to get me a, re- a Ricky D thing on iPhone now. Damn. <laughs> Zane was in there. Um, now, y'all know I love me some Zane now. Y'all know I love me some Zane. Honey, the first panel oh. I was ever in, Zane was in there, T Styles was in there, Danielle Santiago was in there, T and Baker was in there, Kwan Foyer was in there. Um, Ashley Esplanade was in another one, but that was the second one I was in, she was in there. Um, so all y'all that's just now tuning in, if y'all are hating like me, some of y'all ain't because y'all let me catch y'all up real quick. So she's talking about the clubhouse that she is only currently available on iPhones. Um, if you have an iPhone, you are able to download it. It does sound really lucrative. <sighs> I guess the passion that you are YouTuber. delivering it with has just made me kind of blow in the wind. I am very fast and very sturdy when it comes down to being stubborn about certain stuff, y'all. Y'all got to understand that. So even though this sounds absolutely amazing, and I love the way she's talking about it with a passion. I probably still won't get an iPhone. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, and it, it is not, you know, and I've said that for the literary aspect, but like even, I, I would say this, I'm getting followed by a guy who runs a fortune mm-hmm, company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His focus is, you know, public relations, specifically for celebrities and for authors. Um, <laughs> And it is valid. So here's my question to you. Um, and it, it kind of, it's about the clubhouse, but at the same time, again, you've made some some really good points and I want people to understand the bigger picture about something. I know that so we are social media driven. I know that. I know that, you know, 
the internet has really, especially now during these times um, of being in the house. I know a lot of people are focused on Amazon. Oh, if I get one more package, Jesus. But <laughs> let me tell you. But I will say though, one thing that really came to mind that really struck up, and I feel like it's affirmation hearing you talk, is I have really been focused on revamping who I follow. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's crazy. I got to looking at things. and Yeah, the videos are funny. Okay, yeah. But then I really got to thinking about it. And I was like, but where's the motivation with this? Where is the, what are they doing with their life? Like, I'm not saying that we just gotta, we want only people to follow us that, oh, I'm an author, so I'm only going to follow authors and I only want authors to follow me. Or vice versa, I'm an author, I'm only going to follow authors, but then I want readers to follow me. Um, It's like, but what am I looking at? What am I putting in my mind? How many people have actually decided I need to just revamp who I'm following all together? Um, Because I know we all... And I mean, I don't know how many listeners out there have ever thought about doing vision boards and things like that. And I've started vision boards, but my whole thing is I'm such an action person. I am, what's the end game? What's the goal? How, what's the steps that we're doing to get there? Like, it's cool to have the end game. I mean, like, you know, you got the car. Okay, you want a Bentley. What What are the steps you're taking to get there? What are, what are you putting in your mind daily? Um, I got on my phone and I realized the first thing I did, well, I try to do is write now when I wake up, but this morning, the first thing I did was I got on my phone and I started scrolling through social media and I'm like, I don't know why I follow any of these people. Like, I'm trying to figure out what is it about you that I just decided that you were worth, sorry to say it like that, but you're worth me following. What are you putting out there into the world that's worth me seeing? And I realized, I was like, no, I want to see more people that are eating healthy. I want to see more people that are, I, I'm, I'm I'm, joking about the clubhouse and the iPhone, but honestly, if it comes down to there's no negativity, I will delete all my other social medias just to be on this because now I run the risk of not only getting kicked out myself, but actually getting the person that invited me kicked out. So that kind of controls the situation of constantly being exposed to negativity. And, and I'll say this now. I, I Now, you made a valid point. It was like, um, what's the next step? And I think that's the difference with Clubhouse. Because you have people in there that's helping you get to mm. the next step. They're saying, this: if this is what you want to do, then this is what you need to start. See, I might get an asshole. You know? Shit. And um, so, it is more of a next step. Now, it will go hand in hand. Because what has happened is... You know, they ask you to, to share the link to your Twitter, to your mm-hmm. Instagram, so that the people who you connect with on there, if they want to follow you on other platforms, they can. And this is how this is this is how this helped me. Um, I went into a welcome party because it was still new, so I was learning. And the welcome party, they tell you, you know, how Clubhouse works and stuff, and they go over some particulars with you. So I was there to learn. I got pulled. I didn't realize that the moderator was somebody who actually knew me. <laughs> and so they pulled me in as a speaker just to talk, and they pulled me in, um, you know, to speak to this author, just you know, about my experience. <laughs> What ended up happening was I was like, I just wanted to come in and listen. So because I was editing and all this other kind of stuff. So I come in and I speak and 
as I'm speaking, I, you know, I was like, hey, everybody. And I go back on mute. Well, while I'm on mute working, they're, they're talking and the conversation starts flowing into different opportunities. Mm-hmm. And one opportunity that came up was that one of the other authors has a works in conjunction with an audio narrator who is a man. Mm-hmm. In her book group, they like to read, they like to, they had came up with the idea to read bedtime stories. And they wanted him to read it because he's an audio narrator and his voice and all of that stuff. So she brought that platform to Clubhouse. So what they started doing was doing adult bedtime stories late at night, you know, for like an hour or so. Just oh, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm ordering stuff. an iPhone now. I, I'm ordering a <laughs> right now. Don't worry about it. And so, as I'm sitting there, she's like, we got one tonight, but we don't even know what book we're reading. And the moderator was like, hey, Auntie, unmute your mic. And so, I unmuted my mic and I'm like, what's going on? And I said, I'm sorry, you guys, I was working. And she explained it. And I said, oh, um, well, I write erotic romance. I have a, a book called The View. And so she's like, you do? And she's like, will you be free tonight? I said, what time? She's 11 o'clock. I said, sure. So she said, okay. And I was like, well, everything is in my bio. And by the time I got through explaining, you know, I had a part two and my link was in my bio. She had already bought the book. (laughs) And then not only did she buy the book, but the other people. Mm, There's an iPhone for $100 on Facebook market. Got it. So not only did I profit from the sale of it, but now tonight the book is going to get read in a book club meeting with that reads adult bedtime story. So that could also generate more sales for me of the book. And because my Instagram information is on there and my Twitter information, she and her and the narrator ended up following me on Instagram and on Twitter. And so they've been advertising it on those platforms and tagging me. What, so that's why what I book they reading tonight? Clubhouse can still work hand in hand. Oh, no, I got to I got to go get an iPhone. Oh, my God. I would love. Oh, y'all just <laughs> don't know. Like, I hear the voices in my head regarding how this is. When is that going to be an audio audio? Too much pressure. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay. You know the viewers. No. The wait viewers a minute. I didn't. Audio. I didn't. Why didn't I you know? know See how she does me. No, ma'am, sir, ma'am. No, ma'am, <laughs> sir, ma'am. <laughs> no. Oh my god. And then we got a live. See, I got it. Yeah. So it's all. It's all. Audio. Somebody got to have. Somebody want to send me a crack phone, iPhone. Like I'm okay with the crack iPhone. I swear I'm okay. I am not needy at all. It'll just be for this anyway. So just, you know what? Just hit me up. It's fine. We'll talk about it later. You ain't gotta, we'll talk about it later. It's fine. Um, Look, I promise you, if, if I do nothing else, I will try to... No, record. it's not the same experience. <laughs> Y'all got, I, and, and here's the thing. I love live reading. It's something about, I know a lot of people love audio. Audiobooks. I know they really do. I've tried myself to get into them. Now, can I sit there while somebody's reading to me and I see them or, you know, I know that they're actually, yes. But audiobooks for me, I will forget that I'm supposed to be listening. Okay. I will. I will. I'll, I've tried listening to them in the car and I'm like, okay. But then while I'm driving, I'm like, shit. <laughs> What was I talking about? <laughs> Look, now, I, I will say, I can say this about audiobooks. Now, 
if you are driving, you have to have the key to, dri- to driving and listening to audiobook is that the book has to have a lot of action in it. And the narrator has to be, or narrators have to be somebody who can really deliver yeah. and character mode. Yeah. Because you will forget. And the only way for you to remember is if it's somebody who can grab your attention and contact yeah. that can keep your attention. Yeah. So if it's just, you know, monotone or they just talk about it. Yeah, because I'm telling you, I barely, pay, don't, um, don't come for me, y'all, when y'all hear this, but I barely pay attention when I'm driving. It's but by the grace of God that I get a lot of places. I am not the only one out there. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I'm not the only one out there in the world that be like, now, when the hell did I, how did I get kicked? You know, it's God. It is nothing but just it, it's not me it's not yeah. me a lot of times but I, I mean like I get there safely um uh-uh <laughs> we're not gonna add no audio to your uh to your your uh your so, habits yeah yeah I'm trying to tell you if you have an urban fiction book or you have an erotic book you have to pull over a little bit be like why did it take you two hours to get 20 minutes because I was listening to this book. <laughs> I was, I got into it. I had to pull over. I was, I was engrossed. So we had to have a session. So yeah, okay. So, but you guys, you know what? We have talked about twenty twenty hustle. We have talked about leaving, leave the negativity. You know, I made a joke today that said. Uh, you know, yes, we would like to cancel the subscription. Um, we're gonna go with 2021. Um, this 365 day trial of 2020 did not work out as expected. No. <laughs> so, 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 um, we're gonna leave the negativity of 2020 and take from it the resilience, the determination, the motivation. Yes. <laughs> Um, into 2021 and make that, you know, and use that to light our sparks yeah. and keep moving forward because I think that's that's the only thing we can yeah, do. Yeah, because we sure can't. Is that. Mm-hmm. And if, if that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we sure can't take nothing else. We Promise don't, you. Don't, we don't need nothing else to come from 2020. <laughs> so, um, Swear. But... <laughs> 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 we'll we, take we that add money to that list um, we'll take that that's it but you know we want to come in we want to end the, the 2020 with the highs the lows and, and finish off on the highs again and we will be having our next show it's going to be talking about it, it look really more tailbacking on what we just kind of ended up with it's ooh, new, new year new ooh, me ooh, um, ooh. Ooh, when I start talking about that new year, new me, boy, Jesus, Ooh, I don't know how many new yous you got. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about you know, but okay. so, that, is our, that is our next show, and it will be airing on January the 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you guys be on the lookout for that Diamonds After Dark New Year, New Me. We hear it all the time. Let's see what 2021 gonna bring. Um, I'm so, so I, well, wait, I'm a, New Year, New Me, the old me showed up. Shit. <laughs> right. Okay, sorry. Right. Oh, uh, girl. So I'm gonna let you shout out your social media information. Uh, it's timeless v on Instagram. You. It's soul sister. I'm gonna change that. Soul sister underscore one on one on Twitter, and of course on Facebook. It is author 
no, it's Timeless V. Go like the page. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all three of those. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and on um, Facebook. Timeless V on Facebook. I'm so wrong. Sorry, y'all. I swear it's the liquor. Timeless V on Facebook. <laughs> Timeless everything on Instagram. And on Twitter, it is Soul Sister underscore 101. All right. And you guys, um, we do not yet have a Diamonds After Dark Instagram page, but we do have a Diamonds After Dark Facebook page. So make sure that you go follow the Diamonds After Dark Facebook page. Um, We are on there. As for me, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Author Untamed. Um, also on Clubhouse, <coughs> if you have Clubhouse, I'm on Author Untamed there as well. We're working on that 2021. <laughs> no shame, okay. No shame. No shame. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. Um, what else? And if you are a fan of authors, different authors and people in the literary industry, um, please make sure that you follow the Get Caught Up podcast on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. Um, tonight is the season finale, actually, <laughs> for for um, that show. So we are closing out but we'll be back in 22 now we definitely will be back in 2021 <laughs> strong for that because uh, we got all this lined up so make sure you do it and that website is anchor.fm forward slash get caught up also on apple Podcasts, google spotify and a plethora of others it'll be easy to find um definitely um check it out the authors be lit on that show (laughs) so (laughs) definitely make sure you check it out um and i just want to thank all of the people you know all of you guys who actually were rocking with diamonds that ain't that it you weren't rocking what i (laughs) said I got, gotta shout gotta them out. Thank y'all, uh, and I appreciate y'all. God, I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart for, for loving on the show. We love the show. We actually really, really do love it, and we're glad to be back. We just had to make sure that we could come back and give you ourselves yes, the yes. best of ourselves that we possibly could. So, you know, look, tell yeah. our, our sales. We just we just gonna slide, slide that in there, but it's, but it's true. so true. <laughs> But it was true. But okay, you guys, what that is all the time we have for tonight for this 2020 year end review recap. And I am and I am timeless V. We are diamonds after dark. The diamonds after dark. I just want